Hey, sometimes, sometimes you got shit to do and you just got to get it done. Dad Corner. Woodworking. Barbecuing. Beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Uh, who knows? The little so, one. Who knows? <laughs> My wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction, so I packed up my stuff and write. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Platinum Jesus dad Christ. joke. Oh my god. Oh, I hate what you. Is this? Oh, dad joke number one, babe. Oh. <laughs> and with that, welcome to Dads on Dayquil. This is episode number one. Here at Dads on Dayquil, we're going to cover dad life. We're going to cover what it's like to be a dad and why we love it. And why sometimes we want to pull our hair out. Right, Dome? A little late for that. We, we are just three regular dads. And between us, we have nine kids with number 10 on the way. All from the ages of one and a half to 14. So you can say, we've got this dad thing down. Or we're completely fucking fooling ourselves. So let's introduce ourselves and how many kids we have. So we know who's novice and who's wearing them damn New Balance white N95s, baby. So I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm the novice. I have one child who's 12 and another one on the way, which is number 10 in December. I'm Josh. I'm the dome. I have three, uh, five, seven, and nine, and I do not plan on having any more. I'm AJ. I'm the stoned. I would say I'm kind of entering intermediate dad. I have five kids, 14, 12, 12, 10, and an 18 month old. You went zero to 60 real fucking fast. Real fast. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely diving into the deep end, dude. All right, boys. Well, we made it. So uh, let's uh, let's get some fun and and, and let's do this. So uh, anybody have any uh, story of the last week in their dad life that they want to open this puppy up with? Yeah, I mean, I I think we have a couple of them online. I'll definitely go first with one. Um, So obviously we're out here you know it's the fourth of july weekend we're having a barbecue a few friends over and stuff and uh we're hanging out and my beautiful kids decide to get up in the treehouse and have some fun and play around and uh yeah they decided to take my very expensive cornhole bags and make a yoohoo soup with them it was fantastic and uh, they are now ruined, but they do smell delicious. So, do not eat the corn bags. They are not safe. They may taste like it, but they're not safe. Might be a little late for that. Chocolate corn. <laughs> chocolate corn, dude. Chocolate corn. You need to be a little bit more specific. Are we talking about chocolate corn, or are we talking about that chocolate corn? Yeah. Which what? corn hole that come out of? Ooh, Answer ooh. next 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 week. We launch the next episode. Stay tuned. I think your I think your story All has right, something AJ. to do with chocolate corn hole, doesn't it? Oh, well, it sure does. So. Uh, I was giving my daughter a bath, and uh, this scenario kind of happened before, except this one's a little bit more different. I was giving my daughter a bath, and, you know, we were playing around like 10 minutes in. She was like, ha, 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 and then she stopped and just looked at me really serious and was like, I was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. That is universal dad code for code brown. She about to poo. And I turn her around, and just this nice little fart comes out, and I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Okay. 
what do I do? Do I, do I get her out right now? Do I wash her off real quick? Because I know she's about to poo. All right, I have to wash her off because I haven't washed her off yet because we've just been playing. So I'm like scrubbing, 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 you know. I'm getting her bowl to get water to wash her off with. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. Just stares at me again. And I was like, <laughs> and just grab her and turn around. And I was like, don't come out. And as I turned her, this beautiful little golden nugget, just right in the water. And I was like, oh, damn it. And so I get up and I was like pissed. And I was like, oh, man, she's still going. She's dropping nuggets. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. I hate you. I love you so much. Hit you and I'm like trying to I'm like trying to grab her and pull her away and I'm trying to pull the the stopper out and it's like really suction in there and I'm like having the hardest time and I step back and a turd just right under my foot and squishes and I'm like yes. and I'm just cringing Fuck finally yeah. I get it going the water's going down she's playing around and I'm like stop moving you're making this worse and I'm grabbing all the poop and I'm like putting it on uh, putting it on the tub and she comes over and was like, what's this? Poop? Let me play with it. And was like trying to grab it. And I'm like, stop it, you little heathen. <laughs> and so finally I grabbed her and I was like, okay, I need to go dispose of this. And so I grabbed the poop and I like shimmy myself over to uh, the toilet and I throw it away and shimmy myself back with this towel I'm not planning on using because I'm filled, I'm just dirty water all over me. So I'm like, I can't use this again. I need to get a new one. And I go over uh, to the bathtub and I see her splashing where the poop was and she's just getting poop water all over herself and i'm just livid i washed her off i washed myself off to scrub (laughs) head to toe i was pissed nothing like poop soup soup. gotta love poop soup the last time she did it was not turds it was full like diarrhea she was like sick and we were giving her motrin Mm. and just that motrin will make it just go runny I would definitely take poop soup over swamp water any day. Ooh, my question my question for you, dads. When you had to first change your first poopy diaper in the hospital and it comes out like black and nasty. Oh yeah, with that the tar. Newborn, how did how did the, how did that make you feel? It didn't make me feel anything because uh Cassie wouldn't let me touch the baby. So No. Yeah, I actually wanted to go get smart. some of that sweet heroin. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Cassie was smart from the get-go. That sounds about right. No, when it comes to when it comes to the poop, I'm okay. Even with the smell, it's like, eh, it's whatever. But I tell you what, when my son was little, even till this day, it probably, you know, it's just something about it. Throw up. And it's not, he can gag, he can choke, he can throw it up. I'm perfectly fine. There's no issues. The second, the second I fucking smell that. It is ready to be Barf City up in my house. Barf City. So Mm -hmm. do you... Now, question question for that, though. Do you actually have the gag reflex when you hear somebody about to puke? No, not at all. So, like, if I was like... Nope. Nothing. No, my my dick gets hard. Nice. (laughs) No. All right. No, like I said, the sound and watching it, even projectile vomiting, it's laughter. It's funny. I have no issues with it. It's the second I smell it. Then it's like, and then I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I become a girl on the black casting couch for my first time. <laughs> I would say I'd rather, I'd much rather pick up poop than pick up uh, barf. 100%. Especially if the barf, yeah. you know, like there's that newborn, like uh, formula barf that's mm-hmm. not that smelly, but when they turn like one to two and they're eating real food, 
and it's real barf. real barf smell yeah that's nasty that was a game changer yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah the 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 titty milk or the formula whatever that's Man. just like it's whatever it's just like you know spit and cha or something but mm-hmm. once you get the smell of real food puke it's like mm. yes absolutely uh, yeah, the, be, the best like, is when it's down your back like oh. when you're when you're yeah when you're holding when you're holding the kid and you're walking through like the fair for instance and it's nice and hot out and you're a little sweaty yeah it's oh. like just a tinge of humid out yeah and then all of a sudden you just hear this <laughs> and you feel it run down the back of your neck and then it's like it's like weaving itself in and out of your shirt and you don't even know how it's doing it but you can feel it like in different spots of your back yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden there's like these chunks, these little trails behind oh. you. Like just, oh, and yeah. you can feel them on your calf. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Somehow one gets in your shoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are those one, are the one good gets ones. in your pocket. You go through your wallet and you're like, <laughs> yeah. Two fuck? days later, yeah. Two days later, yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, let's. Uh, normally we'd probably start covering music, but in honor of the fourth, let's go right into let's mix it up with music barbecue. So I know. None of us were together on the 4th, but I know we all separately had some kind of barbecue. So let's break it down and let's talk about uh, what music you were listening to and what you were barbecuing, what you did on the 4th. Josh, I'll throw it to you. You go first. So uh, I actually got a new smoker over the weekend, which is fantastic. Nice. 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 Finally broke down, did that. Um, And we did barbecues. We were simple. You know, uh, it wasn't anything real fancy. We just did... Uh, burgers and hot dogs uh, normally you know when when we barbecue i think a, a staple for me is some kind of vegetable whether it be asparagus or corn mm-hmm. um but this time we uh we steered clear of it we did every all that stuff we did all that stuff in the in the oven or on the mm-hmm. stove and the only thing we did outside on the grill were burgers and dogs That's it. beautiful what about you aj what you got going on well i went over to grandma's house uh we were going to kind of go a little bit more fancy, but we were like, eh, you know. Time just... out, time out. Did did she make her dip? No, she oh, did not make her okay. dip. However, proceed, proceed. However, she did make the orange, like, cottage cheese jello I salad. asked if she made something good, not disgusting bullshit. It's so good. It's ah. terrible. Everything I, in I it is fantastic. I ate almost the whole bowl. It was so e- good. Everything in it's fantastic, but together, it's toddler throw up <laughs> you know my my wife uh was like hey how about you know after we're done prepping the brats because we had we had brats and then we bought these beef uh like beef brats from sam's club yep and she's like here how about like you grill these and i was like oh my god yes grill dad fourth of july Let's go get some tongs get a beer see you and got go excited because i wasn't was there the and i'm always the one that steals the grill depending so so you got you got to be grill master so proceed Mm -hmm. have you noticed that though like okay it doesn't matter when you're at a family gathering right it doesn't matter what happens the alpha male will always grab the grill oh yeah period the the, the five foot six angry ass motherfucker is gonna go napoleon on everybody else and i'm gonna steal the tongs and it's my grill yep but when you're when you're at a friend's house you won't no. dare touch it. Nope, nope. If I'm at your house, it's your no. grill. Sacred yep. grill. At my house, it's my grill. Yep. But yep. when it's a family get together, when it's when it's Switzerland, when you're at the neutral zone, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's game on. 
It's game. Well, on. typically I make sure AJ, the way I get him going is um, I make sure there's plenty of booze throughout the day. And I make sure he has gotten into his stash of goodies so that when I get the grill going, there's no qualms. He's on cloud nine just waiting Hell for yeah. me to get one of them so, dirty so. ass burnt brats into his mouth. Hell so yeah. You fight, I'm like, so you fight dirty. That's right. I'm I fight, like, I I'm fight like real Jerry. dirty. I'm, I'm like small. Jerry on top of Jerry. Just like smelling the cheese uh-huh. and just like floating everywhere. That's me, except I'm like drunk and high, just like stupid around, just looked up. But I, in my mind, I picture myself like, Jerry from Tom and Jerry just sailing after the cheese. Hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. Music I'm listening to uh, while barbecuing. I was listening to uh, Feared. Uh, it's this band out of Stockholm. Ooh. Uh, they're they're like a death metal band, nice. and uh, a couple of them are also in the Haunted, and a couple of their group is in I think at the Gates. Okay. Or like at yep. the Gates, or it's at like the Gates. Yeah. It's at the Gates. Um, and uh, these guys are really good. Uh, Ola England, I follow him on YouTube. He has his own guitar company called Solar Guitars. And so, like, I've really been getting into him. So I was listening to their music. And this dude throws down. He's like Dimebag Daryl, met James Hetfield, met, uh, you know, just like new wave infused, like, death metal. Like, this dude's riffs are so good. Nice. I love listening to that I'm going to have to check him out. I'm going to have to check him out. Didn't you send me a text about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to check him out. I'm going to so I'm going to actually... I'm going to do something that neither of you two motherfuckers ever do. I'm actually going to get on my phone later and I'm going to pull up that link that was sent to me and I'm going to follow it and listen to it. So fuck what, you both. What link? Smell like bitch in here. <laughs> what, what, hey, it smell like bitch in here. <laughs> uh, First off, you may, you make one like gigantic mistake when you send me stuff. You think I know how to read. <laughs> You have a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a five-year-old. They can help you. My five-year-old? Come have on, you man. met my five-year-old? Yes, yes. He tells more poop jokes than I do. <laughs> what? Yeah, Get but he probably here. read them off of a Legit. book. All right, fair enough. Legit. That's no, right. He comes up with his own. That boy uh, writes his own material. So we, uh, so over at my house, we were supposed to go to Redondo Beach, but they closed down all the beaches, and so we, we stayed at home, and... Uh, me and my wife and son and and the in-laws we went to the to the city pool and lounged out hung out in the pool it was i have never felt that pool so glorious it was like 85 degrees and for centennial the pool to be that warm oh dude it was was like it was glorious were there a lot Um, of people there they were only limiting 120 Mm -hmm. and i would say it probably got to around 105 maybe 110 but no issue decent amount yeah, so then we, we left uh, we left around 4 o'clock, came home to get everything going. And this is actually funny with regards to music. So I'm like, hey, Echo, turn on uh, firework music, right? Whatever I said, something like that. And it turns on some, like, fucking 1700s drummer boy, like, with fireworks <laughs> in the background. I'm like, that's not what I was singing about. So I said, screw it. I'm in the mood. Echo, play 90s country. And wouldn't you know it? The very first song that just comes roaring through that little fucking speaker, <laughs> "Friends in Low Places" by Garth Brooks. <laughs> wow, <laughs> my nuts were dragging so low, and it's not because I'm five foot four. So <laughs> let me tell you what, that's a great uh, song. It's a great song. No matter what genre of music you love, yeah. Garth Brooks is still Garth Brooks. Um, as far as food goes, we actually we had a plethora. I made a um, a Santa Maria tri tip, 
And the way I make it is I turn on the grill and I turn on one side of the burners so that it floats between 350 and 400. And then I take the tri-tip and I put it on the other side of the grill so it's grilled on indirect heat. Mm. And took about an hour and a half, hour 40 minutes, something like that. And then uh, got that bitch off when it was 140. So it's still that medium rare, maybe more medium. Um, And then uh, mama-in-law brought over... Oh my God, are you ready for this? She brought over mac homemade mac and cheese with bacon onions and barbecue sauce on top of it it was fantastic had some baked beans um she made a a fruit a fruit pizza so it's cookie dough like crust aj you know what this is because heidi makes it but it's a cookie dough crust with cream cheese and then she did uh fruit pizza yeah fruit pizza strawberries Mm -hmm. and blueberries and then she did whipped cream so it was red white and blue nice yeah it was fantastic i've been dying to make a fruit pizza lately it was so good it was so so fucking good um the other thing is if we're talking about barbecues and we're talking about the fourth of july barbecues we gotta we gotta we gotta argue a little bit we gotta make a little bit of a list so top five top five foods on the fourth of july barbecue not any barbecue fourth of july barbecue Mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get these in order one through five. But I'm gonna throw out there, you have to have all beef hot dogs on the Fourth of July. I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that. You can't substitute them for something else. I don't. I don't like bratwurst. They don't. They don't uh, hit the same on the Fourth of July. I like a agree. quick a quick cook for it, and and bratwurst take a little bit longer. Um, you got to get a nice crispiness to them. Whereas hot dogs, you can just get them hot and call them good. Yep. You can be a little lazy with them. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. So when you want to spend that. time with the family and play games yeah. and yeah, you don't have and, to watch them as out. much. Right. Yeah. Right. It's it's yeah. pretty much just to heat and get them grill marks. Yes. Hot dogs are definitely a cook while you're drunk food because mm. it literally doesn't matter what you do, you you really can't screw them up. You can't mess up hot dogs. Can't mess up hot dogs. What else? Now, you see, I would I would have to disagree and say not the all beef. I would have to go just like a regular old school ballpark Frank and uh, like, you know, where it's like the mix of meats. Just that like normal <laughs> processed meat is like holds so much more to me than like than all beef. All beef is good, but just it's like a staple of your childhood. Just like those cheap ballpark hot dogs. You so might as well say Vienna sausages, be. you fucking moron. It's <laughs> disgusting. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. I've never I've never had anybody tell me that there's a nostalgic feeling to eating like random goat parts and pig parts and toes and stuff. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't go to that extent. However, that's I can't. I don't know what your childhood was. That is literally what you just but, said. But what I would say, what I would say, what You're I would like, say is nothing, that a toe on nothing. Halloween is not bad. Not a bad. toe on it's Halloween? A toe on Halloween is not bad. All right. A little bit of that pig knuckle. Kind of slogans are you all right, making? so Whoa. so we all we all agree hot dogs <laughs> of some sort. Hot dogs have to be on the top five list. What else do we need? You gotta have corn. Burgers. No. no I heard two things. I heard. Did I hear corn burgers? No, we're not talking <laughs> about cornhole again. What what, what do we say? You, you don't have to have burgers. We'll go we'll go that route. We don't have to. I don't feel we have to have burgers. Okay. I definitely don't feel we have to have burgers. I'll, Why? I'll, I'll, I'll let it play. You. Do, I, I don't think you need burgers on Fourth of July. I'll let it play. Oh God, that's where I gotta disagree. You gotta have burgers. Burger is like this one of the biggest staples of any barbecue, especially on Fourth of July. 
If you're telling me you couldn't substitute ribs for burgers mm. on the 4th of July, a nice mm. succulent rib. I would say that what yeah. I'm cooking on the grill more than the other is burgers over ribs. Well, If you go I mean, to a tailgate, you're seeing people tailgate and cook burgers more than ribs. We're not talking about a tailgate, though. We're talking about in your backyard on the 4th of July at home while your kid's trying to blow his hand off with an M80. Yes. Hell and yeah. you need something quick, slaps it on. You need to get the kids eating fast. You already got pre-made burgers in the frozen section. Or you can uh, you can go ahead and, uh, you know, make your own. It's a quick slap on the grill. You're done. And all the kids love it. Uh, all right. Geez. Okay. All right. Well, no. we're going we're gonna to table burgers right now because I haven't made my final decision. It's a one versus one right now. I'm going to table burgers. So we got hot dogs. We need four more things. Burgers are on a side table. However, I will I will agree with Josh. You said corn. I did. I did, did say corn. I, I Corn on the 4th of July, 100%. That's in there. Yeah. So we got hot dogs. We got corn. Does beer count as a food? Absolutely. Okay, so you have to have... I think it's an essential. I think it's like water. You, you have Absolutely. to have beer. So we got hot dogs. We got corn. We got beer. What else? What else you got? So I know we already had corn and it's not a meat, but what about watermelon? 100%. I think watermelon, it's a summer staple. Right. Like when yeah. you think of watermelon, you think of summertime. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, 4th of July. Exactly. Watermelon. Yeah. All right. So we got four. Is there anything else to contend with a burger? Now, does it have to be like you're barbecuing it or just any food you eat while you're barbecuing on 4th of July? Any food like, you like eat and weed does not count, AJ. Damn it. What about weed infused? No. Mm, no. You can't give it to the kids. Right. You can't give it can't to, give to, to well. the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's just, you know, you're going to get it. <laughs> you might want to, but Dayquil works better. Or Nyquil works better. Nyquil works a lot better. Yeah. All so, right. you know, what about what about apple pie? Oh. Mm, you give me an apple pie anytime. It doesn't you know, matter. Like, it could be April 3rd. It could be June 22nd. It could be August 16th. Mm, yeah. Apple part of pie. Me, mm. yeah. Part of me was like, you know, that's more of a Thanksgiving thing. And then the majority of me was like, shut the fuck up. And just slapped the other part of me was like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. But, we can have apple pie any time of the year. But the I, I would tend to agree with you, AJ, on the apple pie Thanksgiving because that's my go-to on Thanksgiving. Like, I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. Me Sue either. me if you want. I don't give a shit. I'll kill you. But when you think about it, you're thinking 4th of July this is America. What pie is 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 American? And that's apple pie. Apple, apple pie. pie. Okay. Yep. So uh, cool. So burgers takes number five and apple pie is tabled. I like it. I like it. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. So, okay. So we got, we got hot dogs. We yep. got corn. We got watermelon. We got beer. Yep. And we got apple pie. That's a 4th of July barbecue right there. Absolutely. And if you yeah. want burgers, stop at McDonald's for your little fucking rat, little ratty kids. Let them get their burgers on the way. Their little stupid cheap-ass burgers. Yeah. And then we'll enjoy some of the Vienna sausages that AJ is about to cook up. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Can't believe you. I don't like all beef. Pink, nah, pink man. Knuckle. You got to go the, bold, the old school ballpark. You got to <laughs> no. go ballpark. Just the There's a reason why they don't make them anymore, dude. They're they still make them. I ate okay. them the other day. What the fuck you talking about, Josh? Okay, okay. okay. You getting into my stash? Okay, it, at least uh, 
there's part of me that can say, at <laughs> least you said ballpark and you didn't say that shitty bar ass bar s. Oh, <laughs> even the the bar s all beef oh. is disgusting. No. Yeah, I can't. Like, do, I if, can't if do. If you if you don't <clears throat> go ballpark, you're really doing yourself a disservice. But you you might have some luck with Oscar Meyer. But now, honestly, see, it's ballpark or nothing. That's a whole other argument for a whole other episode. If we're going to talk about what type of hot dog is better, we're, we're doing that some other time because that's a conversation that I'll sit here and talk about for an hour. I like it. I like it. All right, so we got we got it covered. Um, and if I had to say, we could break down one through five. Number one is probably hot dogs. Number one. Yes. That's hot dogs yes. are number one. Hot and number two, number two has to be watermelon. I, I, yeah. I can get behind that. I think Those apple pie most, is probably number five. Yeah. The most versatile of all of them. Like all the or, kids lead them. All the yep. adults lead them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's transition over to uh, let's keep it thematic here since we're talking about Fourth of July. Top five Fourth of July movies. They don't have to involve the Fourth of July. It could be independent themed, like The Patriot or whatever. There's mm-hmm. top five. You guys need to figure out number two through five because i already have number one i think we all know what number one is what's number one independence day no damn all right thought i had it in the bag debbie does dallas no oh no i can't was that close not even close uh armageddon no Mm. you're thinking way too far outside the box it's gotta be sandlot Sandlot number one period. It's gotta be sandlot yeah come on sandlot come on sandlot is number one and will always be number one (laughs) Oh, Absolutely. It even involves the Fourth of July. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, we watched it this last weekend, and I felt like I had goosebumps. Like I was giggling before parts were even said because I know that movie from front to back, side to side. It's just if I had to compile a top five movies of all time for me, Sandlot is fighting for number one. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely but, up there. But, There's so but, many iconic moments in that movie. Well, and think about it: Fourth of July. W- w- what is America's pastime? It's probably being taken over by football. But Fourth of July, you think of baseball when you think of sports. Mm-hmm. It's got baseball. That's the whole premise behind it. It's got these kids. It's got this nostalgic feeling of being a kid back in the day when you could be a kid and not stuck in a room playing Fortnite or some mm-hmm. stupid shit like that. Yeah. And, and then it's got the, the fireworks. They're, yeah, they're they're playing under the fireworks. Like that was 100%. a staple of my childhood. I always dreamed of that. Like, hey, can we actually light up the baseball field and play under fireworks like Sandlot? Number one, we have figured it out with minimal arguing, if none at least. Sandlot's number one. Now we can get to the other stuff. Two through five. What you got? Go for it, AJ. I got. Um, I mean, I can't. I can't not put Independence Day in there. I I have to agree with you. Can like Bill Pullman's speech about being the Fourth of July Independence Day and the whole world gathering. You talk about hair-raising moments, like goosebumps. Yep. Every single time, without fail, I get the big... I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just the, <laughs> the biggest goosebump moment is when he's given that speech about, hey, let's go fight or we're all going to die. Yeah. And then again, same you know, same thing with that movie where there's a ton of those memorable moments that stick out you know, long after the movie's done. It doesn't matter if you've watched it you know, within the last week or within the last year. You know, those moments are just always fresh in your head. So I would have to say uh, the next movie that I want to put on the list is a little outside the box, but it kind of goes along the same theme of Sandlot and its heavyweights. 
Oh, yes! This yeah. motherfucker yeah. right here. Yeah. That's oh. Yeah, it's he- oh. it's heavyweights, and it, and and there's so many reasons why, and it goes right back to that that same thing that you said, Jordan, where it's a group of kids, you mm. know, just banding together to overcome these obstacles, both with this moral compass and you know things like your weight and fitting in, and so much that is just put into this movie. That's deeper than people think. And, uh, Buddy! <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's and it's all outdoors. It, it, it's this summertime fun. You know, they're they're at this camp, which which what screams you know more summer than summer camp, right? For sure. So. I, I mean, every every kid that watched heavyweights, you wanted to go to that camp. Yeah, all day. Fifteen minutes into that movie, oh, yeah. you're like. Why can't I be at this camp? Yeah. Well, it's the movie starts off with you getting out of school, the bell ringing for the last mm-hmm. time at school. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing, yeah. there's no better well, feeling. And, when and you're they that even age. include there is fireworks in that movie, also. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. And, and on a side note, at some point, we are going to have to cover top five Ben Stiller characters. Yes. Oh, the the man the man as a character is absolutely phenomenal. But we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save that for another time because Ben Stiller as an oddball character just absolutely I absolutely love it. Nothing nothing to it. So we got Sandlot, we got Independence Day, we got Heavyweights, we got a 3 for 3 we're all in agreement. We we need two more. We need two more. I'm going to toss this one out. It might be a little in left field, but I think it might hold some ground to merit uh grown-ups okay 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 i feel they you. go out they go out to the summer lake it's centered around fourth of july and well it's not centered around fourth of july it's centered around you know they're going out to see their coaches passing but fourth of july happens it's about a, a bunch of groups of families they're all coming together over like you said with obstacles and stuff and i think as a dad i watch that movie and i go wow I really relate to this, especially with having kids that are teenagers and seeing all these kids that are teenagers and having little one as well. So I can see both sides of that universe. And it's, it's, I find myself in a lot, a lot of similar situations. Well, especially now being a dad, it's, uh, (laughs) you can relate really well to it. (laughs) Seriously. My, my girl the other day, Natalie was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go out camping. I won't have service on my phone. I was like, I don't know. Put it away and go be a kid. Maybe. Who knows? No no shit. She was, she literally was like freaking out. Like her anxiety was going through the roof. I'm like, you're going out camping. Yeah. What's that? You don't have any ties to anybody. Go have fun. Explore the I think that's a fight that we all have with our children, you know, because of the the life that we live nowadays where electronics play such a big part in it uh, is Mm -hmm. the fact that you have to focus on making sure that your kids get an equal balance of that – you know that dirty life that we grew up. We were forced to grow up in. You know, we didn't yeah. ha- we didn't have you know devices that we could put in our pocket and carry outside. You know, we had we had a uh, light posts that would come on and tell us that we needed to go home. That was my alarm. Mm. That was my phone call. Yep. Hey. And uh, hey. you know, I, I remember I remember running around you know uh, Highlands when I was a kid and my parents didn't necessarily need to know where i was at all times because there were so many people that were around that town that would watch over me and if i did anything any one of them would tell my you know my mom or my dad or my grandparents and i would just get the whooping of a lifetime one well, is a different time and i mean mm-hmm. 
we got to get back to simpler times like that. I mean, this this media age has really uh, killed the 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 childhood. You know, it's like they want to be in front of a screen, and you know, as parents, it can be easy. It's like ah, just yeah, fine. Get on get on the game. Watch your TV. Don't care. Let me go do my own thing. Like whatever. But we have to be like, get the hell outside. Like yeah. like in the movie Sandlot, go outside, make friends, get dirty get into trouble yep like it's what you're supposed to do yeah it's how you build character it's how you learn lessons you know you, yep. you're never gonna know what it feels like to to hurt if you don't fall 100 percent. exactly um i got i got one that's interesting for this top five so mm-hmm. i was doing a little looking into some movies and being like hey you know this is a good one like that you know the patriot and born on the fourth of july obviously people are like oh haven't, haven't you mentioned that and i saw one on a list and I was like, wait, why? And then I started thinking about it. Now, I'm probably impartial because I love this movie. And I'm such a history buff. Like, I love history. And I'm a nerd when it comes to the, to this kind of stuff. National Treasure. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. I All like right. it. I, State your case. State your case. I, I mean, I can, I can watch it anytime. And it's one of those movies. It's one of those few movies that I could stay awake and watch the whole thing and be amped up every time. Or I could take a nap during it and wake up at some random part and be like, ha, 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 it's, yeah, whatever. But I, And you can knock on Nicolas Cage whatever, but it's a great movie. And it's it's got that thrill, and it, it kind of makes you feel like that kid again. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, searching for this long-lost treasure. And it's, it's almost like an American dream. And, like, as you come up as a kid, you always think about searching for treasure and finding a treasure map and eventually finding it. And... I'm just like, and, and it's American history that they're going over in the movie. So I'm like, you know, I, I feel like it does fit. I feel like it could fit in the category of best Fourth of July movies is National Treasure. Meh. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I, I uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't really find an argument there, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if it would be on mine, but I do love the movie, and I will watch it whenever mm-hmm. it's on. That's for yeah. sure. Now, National Treasure Two, it's good. It's okay, yeah. but but number one, oh fantastic yeah. yeah number one hits differently that's for sure yeah. yeah yeah number one was definitely played a lot in my house like it was just a good movie for all the family to watch all the time plus i was a huge Nicolas cage fan when i was a kid yeah come on con air yeah. the rock yeah. oh. face off oh. i had all those movies yeah. i think i saw con air like five times in the movie theaters including <laughs> one time my grandpa and i went there to watch it and we were the only two in there and i'm just like <laughs> nicholas nicholas cage's hair just blowing in the wind and oh dude it's such a good movie Put the bunny back in the box <laughs> oh. all right so that we, might have to be another list that we come up with is top five nicholas, nicholas cage, cage movies we, oh top ten we can do <laughs> we, 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 we have to challenge it down to five yeah we have to yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, top five best, top five worst. Ooh, okay. And we'll challenge ourselves to watch all of his Netflix there movies. We, we, all know, we all know Ghost Rider is number one in the worst category. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so bad. Wait, number one or number two? Uh, yeah, maybe one and two? Yeah, I don't next know. was pretty bad. <laughs> Both, in same. Both in the same slot. Yeah. All right, so what's our recap? What do we got here? So we got all right, Sandlot. Sandlot one. We... Independence Day two. Heavyweights three. Then the other two mentions that we brought up so far was... National Treasure and Grown Ups. Yeah. I think I like Grown Ups in there. I'd probably put it at number five. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Is there is there anything that you would personally contend with National Treasure? So I was kind of thinking Jaws. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's a fantastic <sighs> All movie. All day. 
and it does so much because it when you have young when you have young kids it it scares them just enough which brings yep. a little gleam in my eye whenever I can it's, do that whenever I can it torture still them scares just me. a little yeah. yeah jaws is still played on the 4th of July too yep. like nonstop yes absolutely yeah yes i to me to me jaws is one that i kind of i kind of feel like has to be on there because it's almost like a christmas story you know it's going to be on at some point in july 100 mm-hmm. percent. that might actually have to be number three yeah i think the same sandlot independence day jaws i still he- think grown-ups number five yeah. and the heavy heavyweights and, and heavyweights, heavyweights number four heavyweights yeah. number four yeah I think it's a solid list. I think that's a solid top five. Like, you know, you tell me, like, these are the five movies. It's 4th of July. We're going to get up at 6 a.m. We're going to watch these movies before we have to do our barbecue and stuff. Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. Absolutely. I don't don't even need the lube. Let's go, baby. And you, oh, fucking day. What's really surprising to me is that none of us, outside of the Sandlot, which, again, I don't know if it falls quite underneath this category, but none of us put any sports movies in their like field of dreams you know what i mean what do you even think about yeah. it you know and and with july there's nothing more synonymous with july and the fourth of july than the all-star game with baseball i i would agree yeah, yeah. i would agree and, and well and and that that transitions perfectly into the next let's next topic let's let's talk sports let's talk about baseball so here we are it's 2020 it's supposed to be the good year of uh, perfect vision and it's gotten thrown to 2400 not 2020 it is uh deafening and shitty and we've been without sports it is july 7th and we haven't had real sports like truly real sports since march 12th yeah 10th or 12th something like that um but there's some exciting news on the horizon we have baseball has announced a comeback schedule and the normal season which is way too fucking long yeah and you don't really need to pay attention till after the all-star break anyway is uh we're dropping it down a 60 game schedule which is kind of crazy because that could blow some things wide open oh i love it i'm excited i i actually i would hope that with this baseball schedule um that maybe they'll consider reducing the games maybe make playoffs longer i mean Baseball's got like the shortest playoffs of any of the major sports in the country. You're talking about you got a wild card game with it's a one game wild card mm-hmm. for the NL and the AL. Yep. And then you come in, whoever wins moves on to play a best of five series. Yep. And then after the best of five, it's 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 divisional cha- or conference championship, right? It's NL uh-huh. AL championship, yep. best of seven as it should be. World Series best of seven as it should be. Why not it. make it right yes. why not make it longer let's let's go let's go with uh like keep the wild card one game in but maybe have two rounds of best of five and, and, and it would be easy something to do. It, right yeah, it would be absolutely easy to do the the one thing that that i don't want to see that happen this year though because this 60 game season is going to be grueling like there's going to be yeah. there's going to be stretches where these guys play you know for three weeks straight and they're not going to have a single day off. They're going to play double headers at some point. You know, you throw one rain out in there, and you're just going to start getting into just un, unbelievably grueling games where you know you have the chance of guys getting hurt because these athletes, you know, yeah, they're in they're in tip top shape, and 
but they're putting their bodies through so much that at some point it's going to break. At some point, mm-hmm. something's going to give. They're not going to be able to push all the time like this, and something's going to happen. Somebody's going to get hurt. You're going to see things like career-ending injuries, you know, um, skyrocket. And then you're going to have guys that aren't going to show up for games. They're just going to randomly not show up. So you're going to have more of these these younger talent, talented kids get a shot, which is going to be nice in the same in the same aspect. But um, the reason why I'm most excited about this is the fact that this is going to be unheard of. Like oh yeah, th- you you this there's not going to be a random asterisk next to this season. It, this is going to be almost like um, a massively extended playoff situation mm-hmm. where every mm-hmm. game is going to count. There every game is going to matter. A team there's one team that could jump up twenty games right off the bat and still end up losing because yeah two, two injuries could kill the team and then the team goes down the drain. Like anything can happen in this in this really shortened season, so I'm I'm actually amped for it. Yeah, so I got I got a list here. So here's seven things to know about the 2020 season. So you got a format of regional schedule finalized. So the exact schedule obviously still needs to be made, but every team will play 40 games against divisional foes and 20 interleague games against the geographical equivalent. So for example, the Nationals will play their games against the NL and AL East teams. Hmm. And that's it. Yep. So then you go, number two, teams to submit 60-player rosters will open with 30-player rosters. So you have a you have a 60-player roster, but when you get to opening day, you got a 30-player roster, right? That, that seems good, right? This might be the best rule change, though. And I think this is going forward, hopefully, not just for this shortened <laughs> season. The universal DH yeah. for both leagues. Yeah. Two rule changes this season. Universal DH. That means pitchers will no longer hit in the National League. And the other rule change, a base runner is placed on second at the start of every half inning in extras. So kind of like when you play your city league softball, you go into extra innings, base runner put it second right off the bat. Baseball is now adopting this for this season so that the games don't drag on too long. Yeah, well, they, right? they had too, they had way too many last season that went into 15, 16 innings. And, 17, yeah. yeah. 17 innings, mm-hmm. and that, can, that just can't happen in Major League Sports. You can't expect your fans to stay in that long, let alone your players. You know? mm-hmm. uh, one of these other ones, too, is pretty pretty specific, COVID-specific inactive list. So the MLB will have a COVID-19-specific inactive list that players will be placed on if and when they test positive or show symptoms. There will be no set amount of time for the player to sit out, unlike the injured list, which requires hitters to miss at least 10 days. So you get COVID, you're still on the active roster, you're just out. Yeah. Could be two weeks, could be three weeks, could be a month. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of, you can, uh, that can go both ways. You, you can look at that as, as them getting screwed. Because it's not like they get, they're going to have a choice to get COVID. You know, I mean, that's something that they're going to actively try and avoid. Right. So here's the last one. This one's pretty big, too. Unassigned players head to Nashville. Probably the most surprising element of the detail is MLB has talked with the city of Nashville about hosting two teams of unassigned players who would be paid to remain in shape as potential replacement players should the need arise during the season. Teams would then have to pay to add these players. It's unclear exactly who 
would be involved and how it would work but it's worth knowing that it's a possibility of being discussed. So you could have a player who goes to Nashville who didn't make the current roster, who's staying in shape, and, oh, this guy goes out, he's injured for the rest of the season, well, now here comes Johnny on the spot, who's been played, paid to play in Nashville for nothing, and now he's getting to be in the show, and, you know, maybe he goes and gets his name on a championship ring. Who knows? That's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Cut, cut to the Disney Channel movie. It's about how that works. Yeah. Was that movie with Dennis Quaid, the rookie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's probably going to be more like like the actual replacement with Keanu Reeves. But, <laughs> but fucking love that yeah, movie. It's, it's so damn. It's good. definitely gonna. It's definitely gonna happen. Like that. That's that's just a recipe for something. You know. Now coming epic. into left field. Yeah. Footsteps Falco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that actually Keanu Reeves playing yeah. left field? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, how did we not put the rookie on that freaking movie list? Oh, yeah, we failed. It was all right. It was all it was right. All right. Yeah, but, it was all right. But. I mean, if we're going baseball movies to put on the list and, like, redact it, no. rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, Rook, rookie, rookie of, of the year. year would probably be the best yeah. one. But. All right. Yeah, so. I, I had a, a thing I wanted to bring up for our, our sports talk. What do you guys think about uh, Patrick Mahomes' contract? Sweet Holy Jesus. shit! Oh, Sweet fuck. I'm so I'm Jesus. so I'm so glad you brought this up because this brings an even better conversation that still stands around Fourth of July theme. But Josh, you go ahead and talk about Mahomes before I take this over. <laughs> so, absolute ridiculous contract. There is no fucking way that any human being should get paid that amount of money. I don't care how good he is. It's ridiculous. Like, like Tom Brady straight up raising the eyebrow like it, hmm. it it this this 400 and some plus million 140 guaranteed if injured. Yes. It's it's ins- And that's not even including endorsements. It's insane. No. If I was him, if I was him, I would go out and I would get turf toe right now and just quit and call it a day. And then amputate mm. it so you See, can't come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Exactly. I'm gone. Catch me in the Bahamas. I'm not taking another hit. Period. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Oof. So, regarding Patrick Mahomes, what was this? His second year yes. of as the starter. Yes. He wins the Super Bowl. I mm-hmm. mean, you we could sit here and argue all day who the best quarterback in the NFL is. He is by far the most exciting currently. Correct. And mm-hmm. his Absolutely. arm talent, his arm talent is so good. His vision is so good. His movement is so good. He is definitely mm-hmm. the most talented NFL player right now. Hundred percent. He is Not even the next, uh, excuse me, elite quarterback for the future, and Lamar Jackson's probably the best running back. So, oh yeah. But but when you break it down with Patrick Mahomes, I mean the dude is a phenom, and this this contract though, if your other teams, as this news breaks, you're like oh. Oh my God! Now Dak's gonna want a one billion nineteen exactly. year deal. That's that's exactly what I was about to bring up. I was like, shit, this is gonna bring new light to Dak's contract because the Cowboys were like, we want you for five years, and he's like, I want to do four, and they're like, all right, maybe thirty million a year. And now he sees this, and he's gonna be like, I want forty million a year for ten years, please. Hey, bro, like get every, us to the championship, everybody. and then we'll talk. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that's that's the worst part about this deal is that you're gonna have all these jokers coming out of left field and wanting mm-hmm. so much that they're not worth, <laughs> you know, and they're gonna they're gonna look for these contracts that are astronomical. It's gonna it's gonna ruin the game. 
Like I, I get it. These guys bring There's, these guys bring an insane amount of income in for these teams, but give me a break. Like there's there's few things when I hear contracts for sports players where I'm like, okay, yeah, he's worth it. I think right now Mahomes is worth it. I think that Mike Trout when he got his last year, hundred percent worth it. I mean the guy's making that kind of money playing on a shit team, and they need to spend money to build around him. But while we're on the subject of contracts, let us discuss real quick the best, the greatest, con- the best contract to ever the greatest ever be signed. contract <laughs> to ever be signed. The year is 1999. We're getting ready to push to the year 2000. The New York Mets decide we don't want to pay 5.9 million to Bobby Bonilla this year, and save so his that, agent says, "Yeah, we can spread that to something else that's going to do better." So his agent comes in and says, all right, guys, I got a deal for you. How about this? Instead of paying my man $5.9 million and just calling it good, why don't we wait 11 years and then you can pay him and we'll accrue interest on that payment at 8% interest for $5.9 million. And the New York Jeez. Mets say, sounds like a fantastic deal. We pay nothing now, we'll pay later. And my man... Bobby Bonilla, since 2011, on July 1st, every single year, gets $1.19 million from the New York Mets until the year 2035. Yeah. God damn The guy has not played a game since 2001, and he makes $1.19 million every single year yeah. for doing nothing this patrick mahone's contract is going to be up and he's still going to be getting paid and he's still (laughs) now mind you mind you the total sum the total sum from 2011 to 2035 is to the tune of 29.8 million dollars which to us is unfathomable like okay that's insane amount of money so obviously that's like less than a year for patrick mahomes or whatever he's making now Mm -hmm. but the fact that this man hasn't picked up a baseball bat for the mlb in 19 years. Yeah. And he's getting paid $1.19 million. Yeah. And he will for the next 15 years. <laughs> that agent is a genius. Yeah, and the New York Mets are idiots. Absolutely. He's getting paid more than anyone that works inside the stadium per year. <laughs> it's insane. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being that owner every year on, yeah. on June 30th and you're like, Gotta sign this check for good old Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, and you and you know he makes him do it too. You, you know damn well he doesn't do direct deposit. He doesn't know oh, what hell direct no. deposit is. No, absolutely not. He like, walks. I want to see those zeros. Yeah, he walks into that building every every <laughs> July and he's like, "What's up?" How's hey, Stephanie, where's my check yeah. at? <laughs> oh, hold on, Mr. Yeah. Bonilla, I'll be right back. Yeah, can you, can you give me one of them non-beef hot dogs to go with it, please? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, that's that's fantastic. Um, yeah, Keep so the Fourth of July themed fireworks. Yes, mm. that is the next topic. So normally we'd like to cover a little bit of a nerd category towards the end of our segment, but and this fits right in. So not really a but. That's just me being stupid. Fireworks. Yeah. So let's say you can't have Fourth of July without fireworks. Absolutely it, not. Treason is the reason for the season, and big bangs and big booms are those fireworks. So, top five fireworks of all time. 
Okay. AJ, AJ, go for it. What do you got? I got three. Uh, two that are definites. One's a little, uh, one's a little left field, but it hones, uh, but like goes to home for me. Uh, of course, bottle rockets and uh, uh, bottle rockets and sparklers. Like you just can't like beat those. Those are like you got one that you know one that's generally legal everywhere. You got another one that's you know illegal in a lot of places, but legal in others. But it's just. Bottle rockets are so much fun to have because anybody who's anybody is going to have fun watching. Them. They're, they're they're so simple, yeah. but they're so fun. They are. Yeah. They are. They're so simple, and just like sparklers, they're so simple. And the third one uh, for me is the Tasmanian Devil, the one that likes like shoots out, and there's like four or five of them. They spin around different colors. Okay. That rains home for me because I remember being on Mary Lou's Lake when I was uh, 13 for the Fourth of July, or I was 12 for the Fourth of July, and I set one of those off, and I had the wrapper too close and the paper caught fire <laughs> and so right is about to throw it pff, it just goes in my hand and i was like oh my god and i had all these burn marks on my hand you've never and forever you've never experienced fourth of july though when you're trying to blow on your punk to keep it lit and you burn your <laughs> fucking lip <laughs> twice in the same night oh. <laughs> you got it too close yeah i didn't know it went that far and then yeah. you gotta and then you gotta go to school looking like yeah herpes yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So bottle rockets, I think, are a hundred percent in the top five. Yeah, they're my Where, five. They're my five. We'll, we'll figure out. We'll figure that out in a minute. I think probably number four or five. They're they're we'll definitely my out. five. Mm-hmm. Bottle we'll, rockets are my five just because they're they're simple yet they they spark a little bit of your imagination when you're lighting them off. They're fun. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a dud or not. Like you still get a little something out of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Josh? Uh, number four for me is the parachutes. So, um, oh yeah, I don't know if you guys remember these, but basically oh, yeah. what you do is you take one of those yes. little green army men and you stuff it in a tube, and then you take just like a child size uh, explosive and you sh- just shoot it right through his ass crack into the sky, and mm. then he just he glides down majestically with that parachute. You know, and yep. there's nothing like a group of kids just tumbling over each other trying to catch him. You know, um, so that's now, my mind you. Four. You know, you know now. Uh, so back in the day, we had to we had to invent the parachute bottle rocket, right? Yes. Now they actually make it. So it's a tube that's a big bottle rocket, and it has the army man with the parachute inside the tube. It goes up, goes boom, and then here comes your parachute guy, and usually the parachute's still on fucking fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. All right, so 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 parachute uh, guy, parachute, 100%. Number three for me is... uh, poppers or the snaps some people call them snaps mm. but dude those come those on. snaps that we had that one year yeah. that were like the, the firecracker snaps yep. oh so, okay dude. i'll agree to snaps as long as they're the firecracker snaps okay and that's exactly it, it you, they have to be the big thick ones because they have to hurt a little bit when they hit you they cannot you, you mm-hmm. they cannot be the ones that you don't feel like if you're if you're not feeling it when you get hit in the back of the head if your kid's not screaming just a little bit when they get hit in the back of the leg <laughs> they don't count they don't count because there is yep. nothing more dad than basically throwing little miniature explosives at your kid yeah like I, I agree with that <laughs> so we got we got bottle rockets we got the parachute rocket yep we got firecracker snaps yep we're all in agreement so far. There's three. So uh, my number two is actual firecrackers. So like the old, yep. yeah, the old mm-hmm. school, like, you know, tiny mm-hmm. stick of dynamite firecrackers because, again, you know, 
there's nothing more jolly than a tiny stick of dynamite. You can do so much with it. You know, you can yep. stuff it in some kind of fruit, blow it up. Yep. You can stick them in a pan, freak out your I've neighbors. Stuck one in, I've stuck one in a toad, and uh, <laughs> I don't know where the toad went. Went to heaven. Duh. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But I can't see him. Yeah. Yep. And so no, number two is definitely firecrackers for me, the actual firecracker for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's break this down real quick. So we got bottle rockets, we got parachute rocket, firecracker snaps, and regular firecrackers. Let's order those because we all know what number one's going to be. So yeah. let's all order those. So I'd say number five, firecracker snaps. Yeah. I mean, sound I, good. Yeah. They're they're easy. They're simple. They're not crazy. You know, they're not they're not over the top. And then I would say number four. That's a toss up. I'm gonna go with the parachute? I'm gonna go with the parachute at number four. Okay. And then I'm gonna go with firecrackers at number three. Okay, so you're putting and bottle rockets at number two. Bottle rockets at number two, because you give me you give me thirty dollars worth of black cat bottle Ooh. rockets from the Indian reservation that I buy them from, and I'm going to have a field day, and my mom is gonna have a coronary and an aneurysm watching me do this because she hates fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are we are we good with those four? Yeah, five mm-hmm. through two. Okay, so we know number one. Yeah, number one's Roman candles. Absolutely, Roman candles. <clears throat> Absolutely. You can do Roman candles. You can put them in your ass. We do not condone putting them in your ass. No, for all you listeners or none no. of you listeners, however this goes. But you could put them on your arms. Yeah, you could tape them. Yeah, you could tape eight of them and become like some kind Mega of Man. cyborg yeah. Mega Man. Exactly. Yeah. Right, um, you can. You got any good bottle rocket stories, or uh, not bottle rockets? Um, oh, Roman candle it? stories, absolutely. Roman can- <laughs> give me, give me your best. Give me a break. Come on now. I got, I got a good one. You give me your best. <laughs> so uh, you know, you uh, you always you know get creative when you're a kid, and we were somewhat responsible as kids, and we decided to run down to the beach. My grandmother lived about a block from a, from the beach back east, and uh, we decided to shoot our fireworks over the ocean. Like, okay, can't hurt nobody, right? Okay, right, can't set anything on fire. We already had one incident. I'm not gonna say it went in a house, but might have went in a house. Who knows? Neither here nor there. However, things never go as planned, do they? <laughs> when you're a kid, so we're sitting there on the beach, we're having a great old time. Next thing you know. It's dark. We're we're lighting these things off. We're watching things explode. It's fantastic. And out of nowhere, we're like, "Hey, that's a fire out on the water. The water's not supposed to be on fire." <laughs> we had set a houseboat on fire with this Roman candle. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely! Holy shit! Absolutely. <laughs> Down this thing went. Still to this day, don't know what happened. Don't know if anybody was on it. It oh, never got reported. Oh. Nothing. Boat just sank. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know you're you're panicking <laughs> yeah. at that point. Oh yeah, dude. Oh no. You 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 want to talk about oh. sweat coming out of every inch of your body as a kid? Like I thought I was done for. I was like, I'm going to jail. <laughs> this is gonna be terrible. Oh my god. I'm I, like I'm gonna. I just can't drop the soap. Like at at 13, I'm like I can't oh. drop the soap. I can't drop the soap. I can't drop the soap. Yeah, it was bad. So so my Roman candle story. I. It's 1999, maybe 2000. I'm 13 or 14 years old. And during the summers, I go back to spend time with my dad in North Dakota. 
in Fargo to be exact. Now, in Fargo, the fireworks, you can go to the stands and buy the normal fountain shit and snaps and piccolo peats and, you know, your, your what-have-yous. In Minnesota, they're legal. So you buy bottle rockets, you buy mortars, you buy Roman candles, you buy whatever you want. So my dad's like, hey, we're going to go to a buddy of mine. He's got a class two license for fireworks. And mm. he's going to have like $5,000 worth of fireworks. Cool. Sounds great. So we go and my stepmom buys me like $100 worth of fireworks after he told me I can't have any fireworks. So while he was at softball, she said, oh, we're going to go get um, dinner and we'll meet you at home. Okay, sounds good. We come home. I have a bag of fireworks with a big fucking grin from ear to ear. And he was like, he talked you into it. She goes, no, you're an idiot. He needs fireworks. It's 4th of July. What a great, what a great stepmom. Yeah. So we go out there and I'm playing with all the kids my age and some younger, some older. We're lighting up firecrackers on the docks in, at the lake. We're putting the bottle rockets and they're shooting up out of those little poles at the end of the dock. We're having a grand old time. So we're about like an hour, maybe maybe 45 minutes to the real show. And they did all the parents decide, hey, let's make this big circle and have our kids come in and set off fireworks in the circle. And like, cool, whatever, fountains, bottle rockets, doesn't matter. Cool. Sounds great. Sounds fun, right? Yeah, it was. You want to talk about sweat coming out of your entire body. So I got the grand idea. Hey, I got this Sprite bottle here that's empty. I'm going to put this Roman candle in this Sprite bottle and light it and it's just going to shoot up in the middle of this circle and everybody's going to enjoy it right yeah what, what do roman candles have eight shots ten shots yeah, eight. <laughs> first shot poof shoots right up in the air and immediately the bottle falls down on the ground <laughs> all of these adults in a circle and my eyes are saucers like it is slow motion i can count the milliseconds at this point watching this bottle spin around and shoot roman candles at random people that i don't even really know and they're just like who the fuck did this and somebody you know i'm just hoping somebody's like whose fucking kid is this and this and i had to wait out all 10 shots and pray to god and then some oh, other kid was like, no, no, it was our idea. We said to do it. We thought it would be okay. And oh, watching that thing spin around and I'm just like, I, I'm going to get killed. This is, this is where I die. Some guy is going to string me up and kill me right here. They're going to drown me in the lake yeah. because he got hit with a Roman candle. Oh, fantastic. All right. So we got the fireworks. We got bottle rockets. No, in order, we got firecracker snaps. Yep. We got the parachute bottle rocket. Yep. We got firecrackers. We got bottle rockets, and we got Roman candles. Yeah. Another successful dad list amongst this episode. So I think that 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 about wraps it up for our topics. Uh, the only thing we got left is um, what's up and coming in the dad life. Uh, I'll go first here. The thing I'm looking forward to this week is uh, my son over last week and this week, uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah, last week and this week, he's doing uh, junior lifeguards at the pool. So he gets to go from like 8 in the morning to 1230 in the afternoon and gets to learn how to be a lifeguard. And he's, he's 12, so he thinks he's fun and he, he has fun. He digs it. Well, they gave him a, uh, a shirt that says lifeguard. They also gave him a fanny pack and a whistle. Nice. Well, it gets better than that because they told the kids, I think there's like 10 of them, that this Thursday is their last class and after their class wraps up 
they said that they can stay from one o'clock to four o'clock when the pool is open to the public and they can shadow a real lifeguard and be a lifeguard. So I'm a little torn. I'm like, yeah, you should do that. It'll be fun. But then you got to be that kid that's blowing whistles at kids that are running, <laughs> all the teenagers that are punks. You got to be a sellout. Like you got to sit there and be a sellout to these other kids. But I'm interested to hear about hear how it goes. He really likes it. He's like a fish. He loves the water. Loves doing all that shit. What do you got, AJ? What do you got coming up? Anything interesting? Uh, we got uh, all the kids over this week. So just be spending time with them. Uh, I've been playing D and D a lot with Ryan. Nice. Um, that's going really well. I got the podcast. Uh, not. I just like recorded our other campaign and uh, kind of like learned how to use audacity and stuff and how to cut and mix things together. I still got to get down how to do the effects on it. Yeah. So that'll be like the bulk of my week is playing around with audacity and learning how to do effects and possibly recording like an intro for the D and D and writing a new campaign. But I'm also writing a D and D story. Nice. I'm about like five to six pages in. Um, and I'm trying to find places to do like chapters and trying to do like story arcs and have like a natural flow of a story of a story going. But I got like my essential five six party uh, worth characters and uh, got backstories written, characters full fledged and done, and just got to get them in scenarios and actions and come up with a villain. I have a couple villains in mind that I'm kind of trying to throw around, but um, but yeah, I'll be coming up with that with Ryan. And then Iris, I wanted to like sit down, do some music stuff with, and draw a little bit with Maisie and Natalie, and then of course spend every waking moment with Avery, because looking forward to her shitting and you stepping in it again. That sounds fun. <laughs> exactly. Hey, as long as it about... doesn't make it to your mouth, you're golden, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Josh? What do you got? Anything uh, good coming up? It's a it's a little bit of a busy week. We're gonna try something different with the kids because we uh, we're not gonna have them go to the gym due to this beautiful COVID stuff that we got going on. So I get to learn how to teach my kids some uh, jujitsu and some striking. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, nice. I also have softball at least two more times this week. Um, so in between that, I am going to do the kid stuff. So and uh, other than that, it's going to be an easy week until the weekend. Once the weekend hits, then some things will start amping up. I got to couple projects around the house that I got to build. Uh, I'm going to finish this wall I started. I'm um, going to do some more stuff for the kids in the tree house because, you know, I want to get my kids outside. So cool. um, that's about it for me. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. That, that sounds like uh, we got some successful stuff coming up. And uh, I think that about wraps it up for our uh, <laughs> first episode of Dads on Dayquil. Absolutely. So, we hope that you guys like it and if by you guys we mean nobody at least we like it and that's all that matters and uh you know hopefully we'll uh see you guys next week Hard peace facts. guys all right peace out all right hey so uh nothing says happy fourth of july like passing down to your children the tradition of drunkenly blowing off your fingers with fireworks made in china <laughs> <laughs>